Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt Sleepy Peepy Bistany. Very tired today. I'm going to try to ramp up my energy for the show, do the best I can. Joined with me this week is uh, Buff Chick Dip Will. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. I'm sleepy. And then uh, the prodigal son has returned after a two-week hiatus. Sam's back. Woo! Woo! My uh, pee-pee is wide awake, baby. Damn, this man is full of energy. I have low tea, and <laughs> Sam has high tea. Mm. It, it, is, it is fueled this week by uh, ghost energy drinks. God, I love ghosts. I got to get more ghost energy drinks. I have, I believe I have switched from monster to ghost. Um, I still like monster. I still, I still drink them, only because ghost is harder to get for me. Yeah, Ghost, um, I'm finding it in more places now. Uh, I'm Currently, I am broadcasting from um, Fresno, Ohio, um, which turns out is, is Amish country. Um, but while I, was, uh, while I was grocery shopping here today, I found a new flavor of Ghost. It's the Sour Pink Lemonade. Oh, um, my God, that sounds good. Right, probably only available to the Amish. Gotta put this lemonade in the Ghost. <laughs> Don't want to get the devil in there. Got to keep the ghost pure with the sour patch lemonade. Have you ever been to Amish country before? I live here. My name's Amish. <laughs> Amish Pomish. <laughs> yep. That's a, that's a, a, that's a traditional a, that's Amish a strong, name. strong, strong traditional name, Amish Pomish. Well, let me, all right, let me ask you a question then. Sure. Um, where where does one draw the line with technology for the Amish? Because I saw a number of horse and buggies today and yep. also a couple of Amish people riding e-bikes. Well, here's the deal, okay? Mm-hmm. Horse and buggy, good to go, perfectly fine. Electric bike, you can ride it, but at the end of the day, you have to whip <laughs> yourself in the back. Okay. You have to perform a penance to the Lord, and then after you do that, you have to deep throat an ear of corn grown by your neighbor, <laughs> specifically mm-hmm. your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And if you yep. don't do that, I'm not done. There's a lot of tradition to the Amish. <laughs> okay, you don't you cut me off, you heathen. After you've deep throated an ear of corn from your neighbor, you need to follow it up by reciting the rosary 300 times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I've never offended the Lord. I'm perfect. Amish Pomish never fails. That's my bumper sticker. Not that's on my buggy. <laughs> Uh, and the fi- oh, shut up, you! <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't you dare ever cut off Amish Pomish. The last thing you need to do to make up for your transgression of using an electric bike is you have to kiss me, specifically mm-hmm. me, Amish mm-hmm. Pomish, and then you have ab- you have been absolved of all your sins of using an, elect- an electric bike. Now you may you may speak. You know that answered a lot of questions. My only question for you is: When is the last time you saw Andy Dufresne? Andy Dufresne <laughs> was a good man. He didn't need to be locked up in Shawshank Penitentiary. I know this sounds a bit like Morgan Freeman, but believe me, <laughs> it's me, Amish Pomish. 
I will now sign off. I, I, I am also very much aware I am talking into a microphone over the internet. But don't worry about <laughs> it because I will fist my own ass in the moonlight on the third harvest of the blood sky. Amish, Amish, goodbye. Well, <laughs> peace, AP. Give me like a headline horse. Uh, headline horse will make a comeback at the right time. It needs to be the perfect headline. <laughs> Waiting with bated breath. <laughs> Believe me. As the election cycle ramps up, I believe he'll be. <laughs> I believe he'll be making quite the headline horse appearance. It, it sounds like we're growing the headline horse um, extended universe. That's true. Yeah, really should. It's Amish, Pomish, it's, uh, headline horse. It's yep. a whole cast of characters. Um, Sam, yo, how was your convention? <laughs> hey, thanks for asking. You know, I, I listened to the last couple episodes, and I appreciate you guys th- thinking of me and and uh, and and bringing up you know my my weird dog photography convention um comet from uh family um uh what's the what's the full house uh, full house thank you yes comet from full house he was there he was headlining the original one <laughs> yeah the original one it was Fuck. It's a hologram <laughs> he's all shriveled um like he's made of felt like he's a like a bunch of uh, pipe cleaners on an acorn or something jesus uh no the conference was really good um we had like 250 people or so. Nice. Um, it went really, really well. I almost put myself in the hospital um, from <laughs> <laughs> literally from from exhaustion uh, on the second day. Uh, I was working like 18 to 20 hours a day, and uh, on the on the second day of the conference, which was like my fifth straight day of work, um, I was giving a, a talk. It was a Photoshop class or whatever, and I probably had in, in my class. I probably had like 150 people there or so, and. Uh, when when it, when I do Photoshop, when I do editing, like I use like a pen, you know, and a tablet, and my hands started shaking uncontrollably, and so I just made like a joke. I was like, "Oh, look, and I've got a nice steady hand," and blah blah blah. But internally, I'm thinking like, "Oh fuck, I'm shaking uncontrollably." Um, <laughs> <That's> not <good. laughs> it's not good at all. Um, and so I didn't let on. Like I, I gave, I, I got through the class and and i think i did a really good job and no one noticed or whatever but afterwards i i, I went and laid down and i was like i might need to go to the hospital and um uh, our visual lead uh, valerie she was like when was the last time you ate or drank anything and i was like oh not today <laughs> so by that point it was like eight o'clock at night and uh i had forgotten to eat or drink anything that day <laughs> Never it, didn't get, lunch. it didn't get that much more dramatic. Oh, okay. um, no, <laughs> they, they pumped me full of uh, electrolytes and, and sugar and sent me back out there. <laughs> Pushed you back out there. Go get them, champ. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but no, it, it went really good. Um, great reviews all around. Um, uh, afterwards, it was a fucking nightmare getting out because what what they don't tell you about like when you do like a big conference like that is you order all this like signage and, and props and, and all these things that get you know shipped and built and then when you're done you're like what do i do with all of this oh yeah that's <laughs> like, how that's, what what do i do <laughs> that's why every every year or like any convention i go to i always uh specifically pax east but um the last day at pax east i walk around to vendors and i'm like hey what do you want this tv and they're all selling them for pennies on the dollar i tell that that's my biggest video game conference tip to anybody is like if you're there on the last day mm-hmm. like the last half hour before the floor starting to close go up to places and be like what's your you guys selling this tv at all because most of the time they buy them brand new mm-hmm. to set them up use them for four days mm-hmm. 
And then same thing. They don't, they have no plan on taking them back. So they just would be like, oh, you can, I'll get a hundred bucks. You can take it. Great. Yeah. That's a hundred percent factual. Um, we had so much stuff. We didn't have like TVs or things like that, but I had, um, I had like 40, um, like big canvas prints of like all this different, you know, photography stuff with no plan for it afterwards. Well, um, I got a plan for them. Ryan Brown <laughs> won the survivor pool and that's going to be your prize. <laughs> We're sending you all 40 prints. <laughs> oh my God. So, so when I went to pick this stuff up, we, like we had a local, um, like a friend, you know, act as our shipping address. And, uh, and she's like, she's like, yo, it's no problem. It's no problem. Like, it's going to be a lot of stuff. Is that all right? She's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And so I I rented a van and I went to our house the day before the conference and she opened up her garage and it was just floor to ceiling boxes of mine. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, luckily actually we found a home for them the uh the nevada spca um we we had donated a booth space to them for our vendor floor and um and they took all this artwork and they were so thrilled um perfect it was it was good but i had so much shit to to just like get rid of and so there was like things just being tossed into dumpsters and then um luckily i had uh, i had figured out one nice fun hack and that was um in order to rent my three projectors for the three days it was going to cost me 10 grand um from from the uh the the casino and uh so instead i purchased three projectors uh and then returned them uh to, to best buy <laughs> and i that man and i yes and i ate the uh restocking fee on three of them and it cost me four hundred dollars instead of ten thousand so i feel like i'm coming up that's uh, a good hack it it's is like fire island shit i know uh and then and then yeah last week dude i was so bummed because that that topic that video game topic was right up my alley and i had so much fun stuff i wanted to talk about and then we're driving we're driving from we drove from las vegas to moab in utah and then from moab to breckenridge in colorado and on that drive we noticed that my dog junie had these like blood blisters on her or like huh those are weird and it kind of seemed like she was getting more and so we're like oh shit all right let's bring it to a to a vet uh, so we brought it to an emergency vet and they ran our blood and they're like, hey, your dog has no platelets. Um, and platelets are basically the thing that causes your blood to clot. Um, and you're supposed to have like, t- it's like 20,000, no, it's like 200,000 per microliter of blood. And she had none of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she had zero platelets, which was terrifying. So the the doctor was like, okay, well, you need to get her on these steroids to suppress her immune system. And then, um, you know, because basically her body is like trying to fight off an infection and it's killing its own platelets. And like in the meantime, if she gets cut, she will bleed out and die. Um, and so last week we we're like, ah, oh, fuck. And so basically we've, we've had her like bubble wrapped um, and on the road with us and she's doing way better now from what I can tell. But yeah, last week, uh, I had, I had a ditch out cause it was, it got a little scary there for a couple minutes. Um, but you guys did, did so great. You don't need me. <laughs> I listened to the episode. I was like, you guys don't need me. This is so good. No, um, stop it. I hate it when you're not <laughs> so here. I, humble. I, I fucking hate the other two. Yeah, I know. I don't blame I'm just, it. I'm just saying that. Um, but no, it was great. I loved, I loved the, uh, I loved the episode. Uh, love all the video game talk. Um, next time I will be there for, for video game stuff for sure. Well, if you win, you can pick another video game one. Nothing stopping you. That's the rule. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, I got a kick ass <laughs> list for this week. week so well, I hope so. You. Uh, Will, Will, are you on vacation? Um, no, wow. actually, well, sort of. I've been <laughs> sick the last two days. So I oh, sick man. What's wrong? Uh, just a little cold, a little coldy poo. Oh, uh, well. 
what you know what they say a little cold a little death that's what i hear yeah. mm-hmm. it's the first step um, now when you're when you're sick do you still have to work from home or are you actually relaxing um i do what i can to keep certain things going have you gotten to binge anything? Binge anything? No, just Starfield. No. Oh. Starfield. No, okay. binging. So, for binging. Oh, is there any other update this week? Anything, uh, Will, you want to share? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Matt, how was your week? My week was fine. Um, I'm very tired today. I had to go into the office, which is like a rarity, um, but which won't be as rare coming in up, uh, October. We got to start going back two days a week. Um but that's whatever. I'm just I'm just tired. I'm just tired today. But what I would like to talk about uh, real quick, because mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm going to have the people to do an episode on it. And I really it's something I, I want to talk about is do did either of you watch the One Piece live action show on Netflix? No, no. Good, sorry, though. man. It is so fucking good good i was shocked so for those who don't know i don't know if either of you are familiar but one piece is just a it's a very popular anime it's been around for decades i don't know if it's about decades but at least over a decade um and right. all, all i know is that it has like 1300 episodes yeah and it's like it can't it's a long running very well loved show and as far as I'm aware, this is the first live action adaptation. And whoever handled this adaptation, whoever the people who were in charge of this whole fiasco, hats off to them. They should literally be consulted on any live action adaptation or any adaptation at all. I thought it was so good. It's so stylized and such a, like, um, it like, it perfectly walks up to the line of true to the characters without being so, so over the top. It's over the top, but like it all makes sense in its world of the live action that was, you know, the production around it. It's so good. It was so my wife, I got my wife to watch it. She loved it. Um, It's, it's great. It's only eight episodes. Even if you, I'll put it this way. If you've never watched One Piece and you don't know anything about it, you're not an anime fan, it doesn't matter because the anime is so good that it's lasted as long as it has because the storyline is is great. The characters are are awesome. The live action does excellent justice to all of that. The characters are awesome. It's not for kids. And by, what, I, what I mean by that is like it's definitely, it leans more towards the adult. There's some like cursing in there and whatever. Um but it's great. It's so good. It's so, 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 so good. Um, I never want to... Pretty much what this this whole show did for me was anytime something comes out that's like an adaptation or a live action or like an MCU movie that's like, oh, here's a character. It's like, cool. And then um, they just shit all over the character or don't honor it, its history or any part of the storyline in any, any way, shape, or form. I'm going to say, well, there's no longer an excuse for that. Because someone took fucking One Piece and did it perfectly. So I don't want to fucking hear about like, oh, they couldn't do this or there's too much story uh, to like do that in a movie, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. They did in eight one-hour episodes, like, I want to say 60 or 70 episodes of One Piece. 
wow. great, greatly honored everything, um, everything that mattered. <laughs> dropped hints of future stuff perfectly. Um, it was it was just so good. It's just so good. So that's, I, I wanted to t- once I finished it, I wanted to talk about it on the show, and I finished it, and it's so good. I'll take that assignment. I'll give it a shot. It's good. Same. I'm interested. I'm interested with you guys because neither of you um, do either of you watch anime at all. No. No. Great. Then I'd love to. I'd love to hear what you guys think of it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm I'm like kind of out of shows at the moment, so I will take that. It's a fun. Um, it's a fun one. It's quick. Well, it it feels quick because I think the story pacing is very good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's what I. That's my check in for everyone. That's all I wanted to say. It's a great <laughs> show. It's the best show. Uh-oh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i'll i'll watch that have have you guys before we get into the episode have you guys watched um the wrestlers on no, netflix the ovw documentary no, i just saw it come out i just saw it for the first time today on there i just um it's on my list it's on my short list okay it is it is really cool we'll we will, we will chat about that later but yeah anyone who's even curious about wrestling um should check that out because the uh it's a much more personal story than just like here are some wrestlers. It's all about kind of Al Snow and uh, hell and yeah, his, yeah. We talk about and, when his uh, he pulled uh, he got his dick pulled out. <laughs> uh, they, I haven't gone to that episode yet. Ah, uh, so but it's funny. coming. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Will you? No, I'm sorry, you didn't win last week. You didn't win at all, piece of shit. Um, well, Charles, not Chucky, won. You did pick the top of the trites, but we'll get there. All right, so uh, Charles Not Chucky won, and in Charles Not Chucky fashion, so far he has not been here for either episode he's won. So <laughs> take that for what you will, people who vote for him. He hates you. He doesn't respect your time or the effort that you put into voting. And in, if you do want to vote, you got to join the Discord. It's the Make Fun Network Discord. you got to search for it that way. Um, and be, just join up there. Um, hey, since he's not here, do we get to spoil his big news, or do we let him? Um, let's let him do it. Let's let him do it. Just in case it's yeah. like mm-hmm. anything sensitive that he's like, Hey, I forgot to tell you guys. Don't say something. Yep. <laughs> don't. No, never mind. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Spoiled it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally cool. Uh, but anyway, d- Charles, not Chucky has some big news coming up. Let's just say his pronouns are changing. No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were going to say something, uh, say something, Sam. Yeah, I was going to say I have his death here if, uh, if you wanted um, me to read it. Oh, you have his death? <laughs> yes, it's a, at least the, the start of his death. Okay, sure. Um, Why don't you read his death? <laughs> yes. Um, so he writes, um, I awoke and swung one awkward spidery leg out of bed. <laughs> I just... <laughs> a little self-deprecating this week. Yeah, it goes on like this. I stood up, stupidly, and put on two mismatched shoes. I was late for work. I stumbled to my computer, pushed away a dozen empty Prime bottles, and fired up Adobe Premiere. My company hadn't figured out that my job could easily be replaced by AI yet, and I had another full day ahead of me. Okay, so in full (laughs) transparency, I really wanted to write uh, his death this week, um, and totally ran out of time, and I just wanted to fill it with tiny insults. Um, awkward spidery legs. spidery legs spidery legs <laughs> anyways uh, it's it, that that shit's coming one day when he when he does this the shit again and he wins and then is not here he will get a full-on properly hell yeah sam eyes yeah. death the trash trash episode <laughs> hell yeah uh but he did 
write and record a death. So let's listen to it right here. Sam and Will met early to record the next episode of the Top 5 of Death. Sam, being back after two weeks off, asked, Where's Charles this week? I don't know. He's off running mountains, getting engaged, thinking he's cool or something. Fuck. Matt responded. Will chimed in. Why did he send his death to each of us? Yeah, it's probably some over-the-top production again. What even is this file format? Will was the first to open his file, and he was sucked into his computer screen and teleported into the first level of Sonic Battle Adventure 2, a title that is way too long. Will looked down and saw the signature Sonic sneakers on his feet. He took his first step, and he was off in a flash, moving at incredible speeds and collecting golden rings along the way. Wow, this is incredible! I've never felt this fast in my life! The longer he ran, the more obstacles he had to dodge. Spike traps, fireballs, and then he heard it. The boss music slowly increasing in the background. You think you're the fastest host? Will looked behind him to see Charles in a red and black color scheme gaining on him. Oh no, Charles is the final boss. He's run 100 miles. I can't shake him. Before long, Charles was stride for stride with Will. Care to settle this in a game of Gwent instead? A game of what? You'd understand if you had played Witcher 3. I guess that wall will settle this instead. <laughs> Will looked forward just as he smashed into a wall at mock speeds, bursting into a cloud of golden rings. Matt was transported into an elevator, standing amongst other men, all holding guns. Oh no. <laughs> One turned to the other and said, Remember, no Russian. The doors opened and they all walked out into an airport filled with people. They all just started mowing people down with their guns. But as people were shot, they didn't bleed. They just collapsed and money dropped out around them. This wasn't just Call of Duty. This was GTA, which meant Matt could use a cheat code. Matt quickly spawned a bigger and more powerful gun. He blew through the level and got to the last person. That's when he heard the music get really intense. He saw a figure in front of him. He fired and the bullets seemed to bounce off a shield around him. The figure turned and pushed his hand at him, causing them all to be knocked off of their feet. He waved his hand one more time and the men around Matt erupted in flames. The man approached and Matt saw it was Charles. Wait, it was you? Simple-minded Matt, only using guns. You could have used codes to get aired, Igni, or Kien from The Witcher <laughs> like I did. Charles removed his first sword and stabbed Matt in the leg, pinning him to the ground. Charles leaned in close. Fusru da, bitch. Fusru what? Charles removed his second sword, a silver one. You would have understood that if you played Skyrim. Charles stabbed Matt with his silver sword, saved specifically for monsters, which <laughs> incinerated Matt instantly. Sam loaded his file, and he was standing in a dark abyss. Aw, oh, man. Mine's broken. Hey, you. You're finally awake. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? <laughs> you know what? Maybe he should. The Skyrim ending, right? Oh, yeah. I okay. That's from that meme. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, I'm with you. Thanks for including me. <laughs> That's very nice. Maybe he shouldn't come. I don't think he'll, I don't think a live version of is going to beat his uh, his production deaths. It is pretty good. It was great. I like that one a lot. <laughs> nice job. Uh, nice job. Great job, Charles. Also, he did mention he got engaged. That was his big news. So congrats, Woo! Charles, on getting engaged. Hell yeah. Uh, Sam, you're engaged, right? <laughs> yes, perpetually. <laughs> 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 we, we we got engaged in like 2017 or something like that. Are you, um, no way. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's been it's been a long time. Um, we we had this funny run of like weird like weird reasons to not get married. So we got we got engaged in 2017. In 2018, um, we we were doing the show um, Paparazzi with National Geographic, and they and they told us they're like, hey, if you're engaged, like, don't get engaged yet in case we can film or don't get married in case we can film it. And we're like, okay, okay. cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so sell out. And so, you know, we were waiting for that and then 2020 happened and then there were two full years worth of like no weddings happening. Um, and then, yeah, just haven't kind of, well, and then we bought a house. <laughs> then we bought a house and, you know, this year we did a conference. So fucking one thing at a time. I'm, I'm, I'm now like not at all intimidated to plan a wedding. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I basically planned like a hundred weddings at once. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I know it's coming. When when it happens, I'll uh, invite you guys. Maybe. Can I be your best man? Sure. Don't don't. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> should, 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 All right. Should we meet in person first? No, 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 no. 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 I want him to just. I want him. I want you to. I want two surprises for you. Your wife when she comes down the aisle, and to meet Will for the first time as he's standing next to you getting married. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's that. That's. Very happy, very happy stuff. Um, yeah, all right, Will. So you won the week before. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, so this week, the top list is top five comedy specials. Um, not completely limited to stand up, but comedy specials. Cool. This is something I get a hard time narrowing down. I thought I'd be able to crank out this list, but it just became a battle of confliction. I was mm-hmm. I was having some trouble making the list because I like couldn't think of anything, and then once I started to, I yeah. just started to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 and then it was like, oh okay, okay, now I need to to, to reel it in. But um, how about you, Sam? How was it for you? Uh, well, I'm glad that you did clarify and say that it's not necessarily limited to stand up, uh, because when I read comedy specials, I was like, okay, that could mean a couple different things, and. I started going through like a whole list of like stand-ups and, and I was like, oh man, I can never remember which bit comes from which um, for, for some comedians that have like 10 stand-up specials. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want I went a little bit of a different way with, with my list. It's not a ton of stand-up, so I, I feel good about it. I feel solid about it. I'm wondering if we're going to have a decent amount of overlap here too. So I guess we will see. Well, I can tell you, I don't have any weird music stuff on my list. Okay. And we'll have no overlap. Yeah. <laughs> the overlap will not exist. Uh, all right. So who wants to go first? <coughs> Sam, welcome back. Go ahead and take the helm. Oh, thank you. Okay. <clears throat> My number five comedy special is Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Okay. Don't know it. Okay. So, uh, Will, have you seen, seen Conan O'Brien Can't Stop? I have not. I am a fan, though. Okay. All right. So Conan O'Brien Can't Stop is a documentary that came out that chronicles the, the comedy tour that he went on after getting fired from The Tonight Show. Um, the, the comedy tour was called the Legally Prohibitive Apparent. Oh, Sam, you're becoming a straight-up uh, robot. <laughs> oh, my God. You're losing him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you're just... You were so good for so long, and then the Amish got him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me. Come back to him. You're killing me. You're killing me. Hold on. 
So yeah, oh, he's, he's he's logging off and logging back in. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. This is live radio, ladies and this gentlemen. Is, you never know what will happen. Listen, folks, this is the live take. We can't control for everything. We're doing the best we can with what we got. I thought Sam was home. He's in, where is it, Ohio? Yeah, Fresno. Fresno. I thought I was going to say Fresno, California. I was like, that's so far away. No, much more dull. Much more dull. All right, he's coming back in. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Sam. Sam, Sam says, waiting for them. This is great. I love podcasting. I could edit this out later. I'm not because I'm so fucking tired. I ain't dealing with this shit. This is fucking, this is how it is, baby. You get us raw and uncut, just like Will's. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, all right. Well, while Sam figured, oh, wait. Oh, he's in. He's out. Oh, my God. Sam has gone oh. away. Wait, he's back. Oh, hello. 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 <laughs> Sam? Yes. <laughs> All right. We're keeping it keeping it professional. Very good. Okay. So Sam, please, we vamped for you. So Conan uh, O'Brien can't stop. You were telling us about what the documentary was. Okay. So yeah. So he recorded this. Uh, he, he went on a tour in between um, being fired from the Tonight Show and when he started up his TBS show. The tour was called the uh, Legally Prohibited from Being Funny on Television Tour, um, which I think is hysterical. And basically, this was a documentary that has chronicled his time going on tour. And the great thing is there's a lot of like just great behind the scenes of him as a person in and amongst all the comedy that happens. Um, and I think that that's a really, really that's something that I look for and and really any form of entertainment is like there are these lulls before there's like a big, you know, in this case, like a haha moment. So, you know, there's like kind of like the the more like, I don't want to call it depressing, but like, you know, the, the difficult backstage, you know, tense moments followed by cut to him on stage, you know, dressed as a, a cowboy singing like a rockabilly song or something like that. Um, so I, I really like kind of the ups and downs in this. I love Conan O'Brien as a person, as a comedian. Um, his sense of humor, I think, is just like second to none. He's so fast. He's so funny. Um, and he's like, for the most part, like a clean comedian, which, which I really appreciate. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, Conan, Conan, Conan. He's had a good run. Uh, sorry, he went from writing on The Simpsons to SNL into mm -hmm. having his own show, and then should have had the Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Man, hell of a career arc. And his podcast is really excellent too. If you, if you get a chance to listen to that, yeah, I've heard that. He seems like I. All right, I'm going to make a comparison here. You tell me if I'm crazy, mm -hmm. but it seems like Conan O'Brien is the Undertaker of comedy. Hmm. Yeah, Chief yeah. Except, room. except yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying okay. that he's he's just universally well liked and respected. Maybe like okay. this, this generation's Johnny Carson. Yeah. All right. In in that regard, I can see that. Where like, yeah, there, I don't think there's anyone that has a bad thing to to say about him. Um, and and in the reviews, if you read the reviews on on uh, Conan O'Brien can't stop. A lot of the people are like, he's so mean. He's like such. He seems like such a bad person. And it's because like they don't understand that he's like constantly joking like with his his uh, assistant sonia um he's constantly giving her just like non-stop shit but like playing it very straight but if you don't know him and that's just kind of how he is you're like oh this guy's an asshole it's just like no he's just always on and is always joking so yeah yeah no that's a great so, that's a great pick i haven't seen that i actually would like to watch i might watch that tonight as i lull myself to sleep <laughs> 
even though yeah. I can't stop watching fucking Baki Hanma. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that is, but that's is my that, number five. Is that the Conan guy with the ice cream stop. that steals it from you? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, all right. So my who's next, Will? You or me? Um, go ahead. All right. So my number five. I don't know why I'm singing. Um, so my number five is a, is a stand-up special. I've talked about mm-hmm. the special... Oh, I got a cough. That's why I'm singing. I got a cough. Hold on. All right, I'm back. That's not what I sound like. I cough like this. <laughs> um, my number five is a stand-up special I've talked about before on the show. Uh, I think it's one of the most, um, what's the word I want to use here? Un, I don't want to say underrepresented. What's like a, what's a phrase? What's the phrase I'm looking for? Um, unknown. Not even unknown. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Un- unsung. Uh, it's just it's it's a lot better than people act if they knew it existed. Mm-hmm, <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> My brain is absolute fucking mush. Work was brutal. It sucked. Anyway, um, my number five is David Spade. Take the hit from 1998. <laughs> yes. Is this? Oh, go on. Um, so this is a, a special that I, I discovered when I downloaded it, I think on accident back in the like peer to peer sharing time of our lives with like LimeWire. It was like a 53 minute long comedy something. And I don't, I don't know why I downloaded it. I'm, pr- I'm like 90% sure it wasn't what I thought I was getting. Um, I'm pretty sure I got it the same way. And it was it was one file, one fifty three minute long thing, not like tracks, yeah. just one long thing. And I, when I when I started to listen to it, I was like, "Oh, it's David Spade." I didn't even, I didn't even know he did stand up at all at the time. And this isn't in like nineteen ninety eight. This is probably like two thousand two or whatever. Um, but man, this special is so fucking good. It's so funny. He it's he's very much David Spade throughout the whole thing. If you like David Spade, you'll love the special. It's very sarcastic. It's very quick. It's very quippy, um, and it's just got some. It's got some lines that I think about all the time, um, and it's it's just so good. It's it's. Um, I can't even like. I'm trying to think of like one of my my, my favorite lines. There's one where he's talking about like uh, he uh, he like went to go visit his friend who was dating like a penthouse model uh, or a stripper or whatever who was looking to be in penthouse. And he was just like, uh, <clears throat> he was like, uh, so he had to go to work with them. And she was like, I'm on next. And he was like, oh, d- uh, do good. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, and then she got done and she was like, how was it? He's like, oh, you were great. The best. You know, you had them both swinging in the same direction. It was, it was awesome. And then um, he was like going on about, he's like, leave, and he's like going to leave with them or like he's leaving and saying goodbye. He's like. He's like, yeah, bye. He's like, hey, uh, let me know how uh, that uh, showing your pussy to the world works out for you. And it's so, f- it's just, it hits me in the right spot. And there's tons of anecdotes in there. Um, it's great. It's one of my favorites. It's an easy listen for me at this point. I've listened to it so many times that it's just like an old classic for me. It's like a comfort, you know, food equivalent. Um, but at my number I, five, take the hit, David Spade. I love the um, the bit I think is in that special about he 
his mom gives him a shirt with his own face on it. Oh, yeah. And he, he wears it to school, but he's really nervous about, like, showing it off. So he wears a jacket over it and then, like, slowly unzips it. And then someone goes, everybody look, David's got a picture with his face on his shirt. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah, that that's so funny. He's like, <laughs> he's like, in case anyone wasn't sure if this guy points to a shirt, it's like, it's not this guy. And he also talks about how Brad Pitt went to like the same middle school as him. Um, but uh, it's good. Oh, actually, no. My favorite, my favorite line from that special is when he's talking about the people who are on Cops. And I've said this line on the show before, but he's talking about people who are on Cops, the TV show Cops. And he's like, it's always the same people on the show. It's the same guy every episode. He's like, like trailer sitting in a lazy boy gym shorts no shirt not surprised there's a cop in his house <laughs> it's just like it's but it's like that david spade delivery it's so good it's so good you gotta check it out that's my number five that's a that's a good one yeah david spade part of that just like perfect early 90s snl cast yeah and uh and and yeah i I could easily see his his stand-up just being like exactly that same sort of delivery from yep. all the, the weekend updates that sort of thing so i haven't seen this one but I, w- I will definitely check that out it's good it's on youtube oh brilliant um also you said this was from early 2000s this is 1998 no oh, 98 okay yeah all right so he, he was he was fresh off of what black sheep or whatever <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he's like <laughs> riding it high right yeah yeah gotcha but he's Very he's cool. so funny he's great uh, um, Will. All right. Uh, great pick. My number five is a little recency bias. This one just came out um, a couple weeks ago. But uh, Shane Gillis, Beautiful Dogs. Have um, you seen that one? This is probably... I ha- So when this topic came up, I knew why you picked it. Because you're like a big com- like stand-up comedy buff. And like you're all over the new shit or whatever. And I was a little pissed off. Because I was like, I, I just like... I haven't watched a stand-up special in so long. But I did. I I have seen a lot of clips from this special, and it is very funny. Shane Gillis, it's very funny. And the one thing I just want to point out at the top here, which I think is wild, and maybe this is just like a a my world bias, but like Shane Gillis was supposed to be on SNL, and then he got canceled before he even yeah. got on. Hmm. And now I feel like he is the most successful person out of the three people that got cast that season. <laughs> you know? Do you know what the tweet was? He got canceled for. Uh, making fun of Asians. Yeah, he used like an Asian slur, and then like when they when SNL cut him loose, he put out a statement, and he goes, you know, I respect the decision, blah blah blah. But I was always a Mad TV guy anyway. <laughs> he's he's very funny. He's very much like uh, he's probably, in my opinion, the kind of probably top three best contemporary comedian right now. Yeah, he's absolutely crushing it on the road. He's got. Uh, the Gillian Keeves show, if you ever caught that. They came out with a movie a couple of years ago that was pretty good. It's like a sketch comedy movie. Um, the guy's just a, a superstar at this point. And in this new special, he just crushes high expectations right, yeah. out, the, right out of the gate. Uh, he's obviously hilarious. I listen to a lot of podcasts that he floats around to. Um, so he's just great off the cuff. Uh, but he's great with you know his his stand up work too. His physical comedy's great. It's not like over the top, but he just like nails certain mannerisms. 
Uh, and the new special, he does an impression of the kangaroo from the video where the guy punches. <laughs> the and like the way he like holds his arms as the kangaroo is just perfect. It's like, you're just seeing it, the video right through. The, the best line about that. And the, the thing he's like, he's like, for anyone who's seen that video, you know how good that impression was. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I was already dying laughing. I just iced it. <laughs> so the reason, um, the reason he, he really got, uh, cast for, I feel like this was like the reason he got cast for SNL was yeah. because he does an awesome Trump impression. The best. Yeah. He, uh, he would have blown what's his name out of the water. Uh, at Baldwin. Oh, um, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. I mean, he did all right, but I was tired of that after a while. I feel like Gillis would have taken it and not just like a political hate stance. Made it you funnier. Want, uh, I mean, I can play a clip of, of his Trump, of uh, his Trump. Yeah. 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 All right. Hold on. Let me see. Let's see if I can. Uh... I miss it. I miss the speeches with Trump. You remember that? We used to get, we used to get five speeches a day <laughs> when he was in office. Anytime you turn on the TV, that guy was giving another fucking speech live, dude. Be in front of a helicopter, scream, calling a lady a lesbian or something. <laughs> This is going to be a tough one to defend at work. <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, it's got to do it. Come on. Now it's sad. Now with Biden, we get like one speech every three months. And it's hard. He like falls and shit. It's hard to watch. It's sad. I'm rooting for the guy. Obviously, I want things to go well. But it's hard to watch him do anything. Anytime I watch Biden do anything, I get the same feeling as like, you ever go to a friend's house and they have like a 16-year-old dog and it walks in the room? <laughs> you do that whole like, oh. <laughs> look at him he's looking great i don't know what he's gonna do i can't forget hold on let's do it right here i was talking earlier i'm not i'm not a republican yet but i will say i just want to see like for real i don't care if they arrest him if he loses the primary i don't get let him debate dude let him debate all i want to see is him debate dude. speaks for everyone yeah, hannibal, yo, if, he, if he gets arrested hannibal lecter him out to the fuck just bring him on stage Here's my idea. Final debate of the year. Have one Republican candidate, one Democrat. Be like, all right, fellas, surprise third guest tonight. <laughs> fucking stone cold music, the glass shatters. <laughs> he walks out. Just, They're both gay. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's so good. <laughs> They're both gay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Shane Gillis is killing it. And the, his brand new special, Beautiful Dogs, is, is absolutely hilarious. It is good. His um, it's the first clip I saw was the first joke. When he's talking about uh, he's like a, <laughs> he's like a, he's like America's the best country. He's like I, I go to any other country. I get off the I get off the airplane and uh, you know I'm in the taxi driving around. I'm just like, is your fucking country? Is <laughs> <laughs> it? Is it? We're definitely number one. <laughs> it is kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not traveled enough. Um, a lot of countries are like, huh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fucking country? Yeah. Now the and U.S. That, is really one of a kind, that's for sure. Early in the, the, the special, he talks about he always likes to trash his girlfriend's uh, ex-boyfriends, you know, whatever they did professionally. But his current girlfriend is a Navy SEAL, or his, her ex was a Navy SEAL, so he's having trouble, like, trash-talking him. <laughs> so he's just walking around, he's like, you know, they're, they're not even that tough, I mean, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sneaking up on people it's not cool he's so good but no Shane Gels is excellent number five all right Sam number four. Oh, all right all right 
I think this is probably the only straightforward stand-up uh, pick that I have. My number four is Jim Gaffigan's Beyond the Pale. Um, I do like this one a lot. It's not on my list, but I'm I'm, I'm glad that he got he got picked. It's a solid yes. pick. Yes. Um. I, again, like I mentioned before, like I'm uh, for for this sort of thing, I'm definitely into a a clean clean comedy. It doesn't have to be clean, but like there there are some people that just get out there and just like say pussy a lot, and it's not funny. Um, <laughs> Speak for, for yourself. Sure. <laughs> um, I've I've been to a couple stand up gigs like in person, and like this is horrible because all they're doing is saying gross shit that means nothing. Um, one hundred percent. You have to, as I was, I would teach my comedy students. Um, you have to earn the right to go blue. You can't just do it. Absolutely yes. not. Because if you do it, it's so jarring. And like you're saying, Sam, it's so off-putting. You have to, you have to earn it. it. Or unless you're like an established, like fucking headlining comedian where you've earned it your entire career. Right. Um, and, and if you, if you do like, you know, 45 minutes worth of stand up and then drop like a really blue joke at, at the end or something like that, like, yeah, at that point you've really earned it and it can really land. Um, but I just, I, I love this particular special so much because there's just, it, it, the way that it's written and, and from what I understand, like he writes this with his wife as well. Um, it, it uh-huh. seems so like stream of conscious. It's just all about food. It's just like, it's like an hour straight all about food. Um, and, and, uh, again, this was his, was, I don't think it was his f- very first stand up special, but it was no. definitely like the one that put him on the map. Um, you know, with the hot pockets and, and all that stuff. But, um, the, the fact that he just goes on and on about nonstop food, it's, um, a lot of these quotes definitely make their way like into my daily vernacular. Um, with the, uh, every time I drive past an IHOP, you know what I mean? It's like, IHOP, it should be called more like, I can barely breathe. Like, I can <laughs> barely get out of bed. And he just goes, on and on and on and, and and it and it's it flows so well it's so funny it's so quotable um and again it's all just stupid food jokes and he does his his like his funny internal monologue voice yeah um yeah which which i feel like at this point has probably been like picked up by too many people and kind of overdone but at at that point it's it was just the perfect amount of uh like audience participation but from his own mouth <laughs> I like, um, I think my favorite, one of my favorite things that I, I probably think about every day is like, um, he's talking about the holidays. Yeah. And he's just like, Thanksgiving. He's like, what do you do then? You just eat too much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do that every day. <laughs> it's like, I don't normally have a steak, a burger, and a brat, but it is the 4th of July. <laughs> it is the 4th of July. Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's funny, and you, you're right. Yeah, there is perfect, there is a perfect. certain level he, of, he, of skill to be uh, that funny and clean at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take that tree, bring it in here. <laughs> We're gonna take. That. Um, I yeah. like that. Oh, that's a good Jim Gaffigan impression. <laughs> Thank you. I, I do impressions of his impressions. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's brilliant. I was actually uh, I was in a I was in like a a truck stop gas station. Um, and they uh they had a like a built in Cinnabon, um, or didn't you used to work at a Cinnabon? Uh yeah, I okay. I I may or may not have made a lot of extra money working there. Oh yes, extra money. <laughs> um, yeah, they they had they had one in, in in there. That's all I could think of was all the quotes from him about about Cinnabon. Do I do I eat it or do I sit in it? 
I could eat an ant set in it. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh yeah, Speaking so of that Cinnabon job. That the day you went for that interview, I was over your house and I blew glitter in your face. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Why'd you do why would you do such a, a horrific thing? It was really mean and I felt bad about it. But it probably got you the job. <laughs> um Yeah, well I went to go apply to just be like a worker there, and while I was there, a shift leader quit and I was like, I could be a shift leader. She's like, You want to be a shift leader? I was like, Yeah. She's like, okay. And then I made a lot of extra money. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to I don't want to commit to anything potentially uh incriminating on the show. Pretty sure the statute of limitations for petty theft is probably passed by now, but this is grand larceny. <laughs> <laughs> by a lot. This is no petty theft. It was a petty theft on a daily basis. That's great. I, I used I used to work years back at uh, Strawberries Records and Tapes, and tapes. Um, yes, and uh, we had tapes. And and one day our um <laughs> the, the police just came in and arrested our manager <laughs> because, be, because apparently he had been stealing like a lot of money, um and that made me feel less bad about stealing so many DVDs from there. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> That's why you work at those places. I hate to say. I hate to say you're not working there for the money. You're working there for the access. Yes, a hundred percent. I have to. I'm being summoned for a, a parenting dilemma. So why don't you two talk amongst yourselves for a minute? Why don't you? I'll give you a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, the topic is. Oh, you guys can talk about the TKO WWE merger and all the releases. <laughs> all right, I'll be back. All the releases. Uh, I can't oh, say yeah, I, they, I didn't read the releases, but it's a it's, as a shareholder, it was interesting to see this happen. They they did fire a shit ton of uh, talent today. Um, yeah, I saw that, but before nope. b- before even getting there, have you seen Vince McMahon's profile picture for TKO? Yeah, it. I love it. He's turned into <laughs> evil Vince. It's like a bad soap opera character. It's perfect. Uh, for, for those of you that don't know, Vince McMahon, uh, now 78 years old, I believe, uh, has decided that, <laughs> that it was the perfect time to dye his hair and eyebrows and mustache now jet black. Um, so shoe he's got polish. a, yes, shoe, <laughs> shoe polish black. He's got a pencil thin mustache. He looks like evil Walt Disney. Um, and he's and, still uh, jacked and he's, I mean, he's still jacked, but also I think he just had like major spinal surgery. Um, because I think they the just put that out as a distraction. <laughs> That's distraction so from what the sexual, from those, the sexual assault and payoffs and hush money and all that. That's yeah. the only reason he sold the company. Man, life as a billionaire is different. <laughs> it's he, just, he didn't want to give up control, so he just sold it all, and mm-hmm. they're letting him run it still. Yes, um, but yeah, like like Matt had mentioned, uh, yeah, a bunch of uh, wrestling related releases today. Um, I know that Emma was was released again. Oh, but, uh, whatever. She was yeah. not relevant since NXT ten years ago. Yeah. What What was interesting is that she just got married like a couple days ago to Riddick Moss. Um, oh, and, and he then, got laid off too. Yes, and they fired him too. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Congratulations, you're both fired." Um, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler fired. was probably the biggest name. Yeah, but I think yeah. he's just done. Yeah, I mean, been wrestling for what fifteen years at least. Yeah, I was Maybe always 20. a fan of his. It's too bad he never found the right groove to to get up in the the upper card, but he had his moments. Uh, yes, uh, Elias released as well, uh, and Rick. his brother. Oh yeah, <laughs> and his brother. 
uh rick boogs um <laughs> no who, not boogs <laughs> not boogs um and then i think my my favorite of the releases um uh, uh Aaliyah, who so, so she was like i don't even featured. know who that is yeah so she was featured in like the nxt like documentary that came out maybe like five or six years ago and it's like oh well they've they've really been trying to push Aaliyah for a long time but she's not ready and uh then she like she appeared like once on wwe tv and like now she's released um so she she, so many people it's weird yeah yeah she weirdly holds a record for the fastest ever victory in wwe at 3.17 seconds wow so we'll always remember um and then they they did release like a lot of uh, kind of weird they released like a lot of indian people like, well the saudi must must be drying up well that's that's the thing and it's always so like every time you see you see like one of the um one of the saudi shows or whatever and they like parade out like one of their the one guy the one the, yeah, yeah <laughs> who's no longer with the company they they always like parade out like of exactly um they're like oh and and now it's like your hometown hero and he wins and then you never see him again until the next Ever. time they're there yeah he wins some bullshit one-off trophy yes i know it's it's really it's really sad it's very sad um but uh yeah wwe just by tko they also released like a hundred executives or something like that yeah you saw that coming yeah they're combining like the media and teams and shit like that from ufc and wwe together I'm back. Oh, welcome back. How'd your, ta- you- how'd your talk go? I think we covered it all. <laughs> yeah, very insidery for, for WWE fans. Um, how was uh, your, your third child's birth just now? <laughs> just now, that was what was happening. <laughs> I was like, oh, my kid's coming, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you just hear from the other room, Megan's like, whoop. <laughs> like, oh. Um, and, and then you caught it. Good job. Yeah, that's as the father. That's my job. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, my um, my daughter has been. She's going to like a like a needy, kind of anxious period. She, like she just started pre K like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't see her for a while, she gets very like, uh, like uh, like separation anxiety, and she wants to see you. So I haven't like I I went to like I said I had to go to the office today, so I didn't see her and. I only saw her for a little bit. Then I had to start podcasting. And she's going to bed, and she's was crying yeah. for me. So you went and took the, the blanket off her cage and stuck your fingers in there a little bit. Yeah, I said, "Look, smell the <laughs> scent. I'm still here. I'm still here. You're fine. Yeah. You're, Get your you're water refilled. You refilled her water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so she's all set. She'll be good for a few days. <laughs> um. Now she goes, Dada, I want you. I cry for you. Oh. It's like." Oh. <laughs> She's she's okay. Um, my turn, right? Number four. Number four. All right, let me pull up my notes app. Pull up my notes app. That's where I write my stuff down. Um, so my number four is again another stand-up I've talked about on the show before, and this one was bittersweet for me. I've kind of fallen out of this guy. I used to be in him, and then I fell out of him. Uh, but I I was very into him. Uh, but my number four is John Mulaney, new kid, in, uh, new in town. Nice. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like a John Mulaney. It's a great special. Um, I I don't know why this historically would have had no impact on me at all, but 
when he like split from his wife in like kind of like that shitty way, I kind of it kind of like just turned me off on him. And I can't tell you exactly why. I don't know. It's just something about the whole ordeal. I ha- I have nothing to do with it. Right? It's I'm just like a a fan. But it's just it's like turned me off. Like he has like new specials. I I haven't even watched him. I haven't cared to watch him. I have like no interest in anything he does. I have no I have no idea why. But the new in town special is so good. Yeah, this is from here- what 2008 or something. Yes, sounds about right. Okay, yeah. So peak cokehead days. Um. No, I think. Well, wasn't he clean? Then he fell off, and he's clean again. Um. Yeah, he's clean now. Let me see. New in town, John Mulaney. This is John Mulaney. Um. When it came out, came out in 2012. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. It's um, a great special. Yeah, it's great. It's so it's so good. Um, we're like kids without horses. Um, a lot of awesome, awesome lines in there, and yeah, I don't know. You just can't. Um, oh, hold on. This is like a here's like one of the the great clips from it. Da, 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 da. I've written for some TV shows, and you know, on a major TV show, you have to be careful about what you say about people because a lot of people get offended, or so it has been explained to me. I was once, I'll tell you this, I was writing for an awards show once, and I got into some trouble. I wrote a joke for this awards show that had the word midget in it, and someone from the network came down to our offices, and he said to me, hey, you can't put the word midget on TV. And I said, I sure would like to. And he said, no, midget is as bad as the N-word. First off, no. No, it's not. Do you know how I know it's not, I said to him, is because we're saying the word midget and we're not even saying what the N-word is. If you're comparing the badness of two words and you won't even say one of them, that's the worst word. Also, I don't mean to gloss over what like little people have been through in this country, but you cannot compare the plight of midgets to African-Americans. That is outrageous. Midgets were never enslaved unless you count the Wonka factory. So, yeah, that's a great special. It's just a, it's such a solid special through and through. Um, and he was, I think, on like an old top five episode. Like he was like my number one comedian at the time. Like I love John Mulaney. And now I don't even. I wouldn't take free tickets to go see him because I would be too annoyed about the stress of having to go there. Wow. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I just it's just I've completely fallen out of favor. Uh, he's fallen out of favor with me. Can't tell you. You're gonna love my number four. God, I hope it's also John Mulaney. Are you are you through with yours? Yeah, sure. My number four is John Mulaney, <laughs> Baby J, his mm. newest special. No, it sucks. No, you just said you couldn't bring yourself to watch it. I've seen clips, and I just don't think it's good. Uh, I I love the way he tells the story of you know he's, his he's rehab. a great he's a great storyteller. But. And the intervention when he, he joins the room and it's all his friends who are comedians. And he's like, and you know what really pissed me off? Nobody said a funny thing all fucking night. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, so fill me in because I'm out of the loop with the, 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 the divorce situation and, and everything, the controversy around him. He, he was married to a woman that he's talked about in his specials many times. And then he divorced her and he's with, uh, what's her face? Who's his wife now? Hmm. One sec. But it, it's just, it was like, he spoke, I don't know, he just spoke so genuinely and sweetly about his wife. And then, like, um, 
I, Anna I, Marie Tendler. Is that, that's who it was? That's who it is now, I think. Oh, no, that was ended in 2022, so I don't think he's married now. Uh, oh, Olivia Munn. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't like her? I mean, no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> She's always seemed kind of bitchy. I don't know. She was a pretty good Psylocke, though, I'll say that. <laughs> so I, I guess I just don't know enough about him personally, but I, I mean, there are a number of, of stand-up comedians that I was considering and then, been and then you know, over the course of time, you're like, oh, they're bad people. I can't listen to them anymore. Um, so I don't know if he falls into that category for you guys. Somebody's got Cosby on their list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're dialing in fro for this one. I mean, fatherhood was <clears throat> great, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Baby J was a great special. Um, I guess I don't look too far into their personal lives to let that drive me, but I don't fault you for doing so, Matt. I don't. But the thing is, I didn't even like look into it. It just, I just heard it. Somebody mentioned it to me casually, and I was like, "That's shitty." Well, I guess I'm over it. Well, so so is Baby J from? Do you say 2017 or is it from like this past year? No, that's so? uh, I think in the last year. All Will wants to do is just talk about comedy specials he saw this week. <laughs> yeah, how much? How no, would was, you say? How would you say his comedy has changed since that first special to this one? He's calmed down a little bit. Yeah, boring. He's not sprinting back and forth across the stage <laughs> like a frantic nut. Boring. <laughs> I, one of the best lines in the speaking about his intervention. He goes, "As soon as I get there, I realize what's going on," and I say. Okay, let's get this started. But first, can I go use the bathroom? <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> also, that's probably... Hmm. Maybe you just don't like drug humor. I don't because I'm not a pathetic uh, person. Well, neither am I. I've never done cocaine, but I like a good cocaine joke. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Is, can you name one good cocaine joke? <laughs> <laughs> um. That's that, that's also probably a big factor. Is like I have no relatable anything to what he's saying. I can't even like, like imagine it. Do you like Doug Stanhope? Uh, I'm not familiar. Uh, the only thing does he do? Doug loves movies. No, that's Doug Benson. Oh, um, no, I'm not a Doug Stanhope fan. Not that I don't. Not that I have no opinion on him. I just don't know anything. About he was him. the guy that did the Man Show with Joe Rogan. Nope. After nope. the Hang original it. good one. Oh, I didn't uh, even know they did a second one. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so no. <laughs> Even more more so no. Save it for top five Dugs. <laughs> yeah, save it, will you? <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, Is somebody clicking a pen? <laughs> Is somebody clicking a pen? Yeah. Oh, that's my new ringtone. <laughs> uh yeah, it's me. I didn't I, I didn't know it was registering. <laughs> Definitely. I heard it last week too, and I was like, stop clicking a pen. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh okay sam number three. Oh shit all right uh my number three possibly <laughs> a first duplicate i don't know this is adam sandler's 100 percent fresh no is that his newest one yes i liked it, it i loved it too it and made I me cry musical ones it made me cry me too it all yeah a hundred percent yeah the the farley tribute jesus christ what a fucking and- tribute that was yeah, and 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 that's that's the thing. That's that's why this the special is so great is because again it has those those ups and and downs and and it plays with your emotion. It's not the it's not a hundred percent um 
what's the uh oh what's the one that he has uh, ice cream lady <laughs> which <laughs> which is just like a like a 30 second song that ends with a pussy joke you know what i mean like it's not that the whole time actually the song here i have it in front of me is 28 seconds long it's not it doesn't even get to 30 seconds um but like they there's stuff like that in there but then it just evens out so beautifully with like again the 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 farley you know tribute um the song for his his two daughters uh the girl old with you song like those are in there but the amount of material that that he wrote for this so funny and the only way that i can think about it is like i don't know if you guys are the same thing where you'll come up with like a really stupid idea for like a, a song like in the shower or something and it's only eight seconds long but you're singing it for like a couple hours um or maybe that's just me but um <laughs> but i feel like it's i feel like it's full of that there's one like, that i there's one that i i liked a lot when i saw it um and actually to, to the point i want to make here is like the special is, is edited in a, in a cool way where it's like short chunks from like different shows yes um which i thought was cool but there's there's this one that i this is my favorite one it's about his dad shaving his beard <laughs> yes um and it's it's short like you're saying but it's it's great daddy shaved his beard today mustache and sideburns went away daddy's lips are really small doesn't have a chin at all daddy made a big mistake <laughs> It's it's so it's so good. I he's just so good at at the melody and the music. It's it's so funny, right? And and by this point, like when well, this came out, two thousand nineteen, right? So, before that, when would you say the last like great Adam Sandler like movie was? Uh, Halloweeny or whatever it was, Herbert Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> you, Halloween. You, think, you think that that's right up there with like a Happy Gilmore and the Wedding Singer? And that I, sort think of it, I think it was the most logical next step. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so in my in my opinion, it had been a while, and you'd, he'd put out a lot of movies that were like, okay, I get it. You know, Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two. You know, so I pronounce you matt and larry or whatever the hell that chuck and larry <laughs> yeah so thank I you no gay <laughs> so so there's like there's a lot of like less than awesome adam sandler stuff out there and then he comes out with this and it's so fucking funny um and it's there's so many there's 55 tracks on this and like 35 of them are songs um and and the, the thing that just has me in stitches the whole time. My my favorite chunk of this whole thing is the um the three back to back songs where uh he plays a guy who wants to be a hero, um and first he's a hero saving someone on a plane and then saving someone on a train and then saving someone with the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> do, you, do you do you do you remember the series of songs that are on there? Oh my god, it's the best part of the whole thing. Um. It's, it's he plays someone who like wants to be a hero but doesn't have the skills to save people in the situation so he's always making things worse and the best part i'm just gonna spoiler for those who haven't seen it when he when he talks about giving an old lady the heimlich maneuver and he sings so i look at her grandkids right in the eyes and i break all her ribs <laughs> <laughs> but he can't like he can't sing it because he's cracking up too um that that is my that is my favorite. So if you if you haven't if you haven't heard this, listen to it or whatever, like you can watch it on Netflix, but you can also just listen to the album. It's so good, hundred percent fresh. Adam Sandler. That's my number three. Hell yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. My number three. My number three is 
Um, this is only my number three, but I would probably consider this person the goat. Uh, and it's a somewhat newer special of his, but my number three is Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, All of his new stuff's been good. Yeah. He's, he, uh, what a rare miss for him on anything. Um, I don't even know if I know of one, to be honest. Um, but the Sticks and Stones one, I picked that one specifically because he, like, it was still in, like, I'd say, like, a pretty high point of, like, the whole cancel culture mob mentality. Not that it's not a thing anymore, but it's definitely, like, on the decline because uh, people are kind of sick of it. And I think this special had a lot to do with it, uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, because he, yeah. he reached, his, his reach is so vast in the zeitgeist of, like, uh, culture. And he... He did what all great comedians do. He looked at something that was a sensitive topic, made fun of it in a way that got people thinking, and they were like, "Yeah, this is silly." Um, and when I when I when I first saw that clip in the in the beginning, um, it was I don't know. I like I don't know. I had like a <laughs> it was like I laughed, but I was like just so happy that he was like taking this on in only a way that he could um but um do you know what so, i'm referring to so the, yeah, yeah so the, the there's a special he got in trouble for with like a lot of the trans jokes that were in there is that oh a ton of them the yeah. same one yeah okay so like yeah and, and i and i listened to it uh, as well and like i'm very like pro trans people have no problem with that whatsoever and i and the people that had problems with it i was like i don't I don't really think that he has malicious intent behind these jokes. And I saw, like, I heard a really great comment from a, a trans person that was just like, no, like, don't, don't purposely take us out of the conversation. Like, we need to be, like, we need to be talked about and laughed about just like everyone else because we're people too. You know what I mean? You can't, like, just, just take us and, like, don't talk about us at all. Um, and I thought that that was a really, like, intelligent way to, to, to put that. Because again, I don't think he's he's doing. I don't think he's telling these jokes maliciously. I think he's telling them because, like you said, it's it's a sensitive topic, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this." Yeah, um, yeah, totally. I I'll put it this way: I wish I wish more people of different groups who wanted to be accepted by society were willing to be accepted in all ways, like your like your friend is saying, of like, yeah, like if if we want to be normal <laughs> normalized in society, like. That includes being made fun of by comedians. Like mm-hmm. it's all, it, we're all part of it, right? Like that's kind of like the the great unity is like we're all we're all worthy of criticism uh, in, in a com- in comedic ways and in other. Like as soon as you're not, then that alone makes you an outsider to normalcy. <laughs> um, this, right. this was the same special he did his bit on Juicy Smollett. Oh yeah, yeah, Juicy Smollett. I talked about that. Um, <laughs> Oh man, where the fuck is it? The um, there was a <laughs> a a bit I watched before, um, when I was writing this down just to like remind myself was he's talking about Anthony Bourdain, and <laughs> do you remember this? He's talking about Anthony Bourdain and how he killed himself. Yes, I remember this. He's like he's like he had this great life and he killed himself, and then he starts singing this Prince song. You know, uh, tonight we're gonna party like in nineteen ninety nine. And then he gets like the whole crowd to sing it. And then he launches into the story about his, this, an old friend he had and how he was like an urban genius and he made it from the hood 
to like law school on a full scholarship. Um, started dating this girl, loved her, got married while he was in law school, got divorced while he was in law school. And he was like, he's like, this motherfucker had nothing. And she took half of that. And he's like, we fell out of touch. He's like, and then I was in DC back home, you know, years later. And I had to get my, I was getting my kids some socks. So I was doing some shopping. He's like, and there he was manager of a footlocker. Um, and they, he's like, he's like, we went out and got drinks afterwards. And he's telling, is this is like a, this is like a totally different, like four minute long anecdote about this guy. He's like, he's like, we met up for drinks afterwards just to kind of catch up. And he's telling me like how bad, like he's living with his mom and like he can't get back, like just to kind of stay afloat and he can't get back up on his feet and how he had everything and he lost it all. And like he's working at Foot Locker and like blah, 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 blah. And he's like, he's like, and with all that going on, he never even considered killing himself. <laughs> like just right back to the Anthony Bourdain thing about how I, I was like, man. It's so good. He's he's just like I said. I would say he's the goat. He just he writes in yeah. such a perfect way um, for stand up. He just gets it. His ability to deliver. It's it's just it's too good. He's just too good at it. Yeah, I mean, time timing is everything with uh with comedy and and actually a lot of different things, but comedy especially. And uh, he he takes his time. You know what I mean? If he wants to tell a joke, he doesn't mind like going way around to to finally bring you back to the punchline at at the right time. And I think that he's just done comedy for so long now that he's so comfortable in it. And you can you can listen to a you know a sixty minute set from him, and then there can be this joke that lands at the very end that really started in the beginning. Um, yeah. And he just he does it so perfectly; it's incredible. Mm-hmm. He's great with a cigarette too. Loves it. <laughs> loves it and to, and to think that the I, I think the first time a lot of us probably saw him was uh when he played blinken in uh in ramen hood men in tights yeah oh yeah <laughs> well, I, I um i found the other uh, thing i wanted to play for that the, like the first thing that i heard about it and i was like this is so good but this was like yeah. this was right at the time i only got two I, the first impression is kind of dumb, but I like it. This, this is my impression. You ready? This is my impression of the founding fathers of America when the Constitution was being written. You ready? Here it goes. Hurry up and finish that Constitution, nigger. I'm trying to get some sleep. All right, the next one. <laughs> the next one's a little harder. I want to see if you can guess who it is I'm doing an impression. Listen to the right, audience, and this is wild. Yeah, guess who it is, though. <clears throat> okay, here it goes. Uh, duh, hey, duh. If you do anything <laughs> wrong in your life, duh, and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. And I don't care what I find out. Could be today, tomorrow, 15, 20 years from now. If I find out, you're fucking duh, finished. Who, who's that? That's you. <laughs> That's what the audience sounds like to me. <laughs> it's so good. People in the audience are like, That's Trump. That's Trump. Like, 
how how much of a fucking propagandized fucking NPC do you need to be to not let to like and how foolish must you feel to be that person who's like that's Trump and he's like that's you and everyone laughs, laughs. he's like fuck it is me what have I done with my life <laughs> it's um, so good it's so it was so that's <laughs> 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 so good I love it I love he's so good Dave Chappelle's the fucking best mm-hmm. I would have put him at number one I could have put like five of his specials at on my whole list. Uh, is this isn't the same one with the Bill Cosby he the the Bill Cosby rape joke that like encompasses the whole the whole set? That's not this one, right? No, I think that's a difference. I think yeah, he yeah he he has so many too. That's the other thing too. He's so prolific in like the amount of work he does. They signed like a <laughs> yeah. five special deal with Netflix. Yeah, well, I mean, they paid him so Netflix Netflix has got the money to throw around. Hmm. Yeah, that 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 joke, by the way, like is is incredible because like it's really hard to make a funny rape joke because that's inherently like really not funny. Um, but he did it. <laughs> he did it, and he did it beautifully, and it's so funny, and you can't not think it's funny. Yeah. No, I mean, mm-hmm. um, any anything can be funny with the right person crafting it. Right. Yeah. Absolute master. That's that's a really good pick. Uh, all right, Will, number three. Uh, my number three, uh, a lot of people probably love this guy. Um, Mitch Hedberg, Strategic Grill Locations. I, I I love Mitch Hedberg. He was the only person I didn't put on my list that I was mad that I couldn't put on my list. I love him. Yeah, it, he's so good. If you like that deadpan, you know, <laughs> anti-humor, Stephen Wright, kind of one of the forefathers of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a s- fantastic album. I think this is early or late nineties, early two thousand, maybe. Um, but he had the my favorite part was he had that bass player he hired to just hey, yeah. strum the bass the whole time, and it just works so well with his his timing and his delivery. And he just at, at some point he's like, yeah, "This Chuck on the bass over here, you know, don't fuck up the beat, Chuck. We're making a CD." <laughs> <laughs> he's so good uh, but that's yeah, another a, type of joke that's that's just so hard to write that super 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 short one and yeah. he just what an absolute master at that yeah it's it's amazing how fast he could fire out these like things that make you just think flip your head upside down like oh they're like level three dad jokes basically mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like hey my friend asked me do you want a frozen banana and I said no but I want a regular banana later so yeah <laughs> I imagine still, like you you have to fill 45 minutes and, and every joke you come up with is eight <laughs> seconds long i know i still um if i'm like uh, going to get ready like if i wake up early and i and I, i'm lazy around like the house or whatever and then like because typically i get up and i get ready right away i do the whole song and dance but if i get up and i like meander and then i have to go get ready because like we're going somewhere and I'll, I'll just go i'm gonna shave two <laughs> it's just what a waste on my family that is because no one knows what i'm saying i'm sure the kid i'm sure my kids who are learning like how to speak for me are like just i'm gonna fuck up their grammar <laughs> i used to do drugs i still do but i used to too <laughs> that, that's the thing like he's just his all his stuff is just stuff that you can just you could sit around and just say them back and forth to your friends all night yep all night that's it yeah. that's all it is yeah, I like rice when I want 3,000 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
so I, I have a really, really hard time differentiating Mitch Hedberg jokes um, from Stephen Wright jokes. That's that's my that's my problem, and that's why I couldn't put either one of them on my list because I, I I would just confuse the two of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm the Stephen only Stephen Wright's that a little more cynical. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I put um, fake wallpaper over fake brick wallpaper over my brick walls, so when people come over, I say, "Touch it; it feels real." I put spot remover on my dog. Now he's gone. <laughs> and, and Mitch Hedberg is the one that passed away, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah, I, ne- I never got to see him. No, not live. Mm, nope. Did he ever do ever actually get to do like a proper like hour long special, or is there really only like short clips of him? He, I think he died in like the middle of making his third album. Yeah. And you could tell it was kind of incomplete when they released it. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a bummer. To, I mean, he didn't, what a, what an impact that he made with like the short period that he was working yeah. too. And that's the thing. He hit so hard and so fast. Um, but it, it was just another tragic thing there. Um, just like Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same guy. Looked like him. Same guy. Uh, <laughs> speaking a- of his, speaking of that, he goes, uh, one time I got my hair highlighted cause I thought certain strains were more important than others. <laughs> <laughs> so good. There's a um, there's a clip of um, some guy t- telling a Mitch Hedberg anecdote from when like they were on the road, and he was talking about how Mitch Hedberg never had a credit card, and he was trying to check in at a hotel, and he was you know drunk or whatever, and he said that Mitch Hedberg went up to the guy and they were like they asked for a credit card and he's like he's like no he's like he's like I don't have a credit card here just take this and he handed him like a roll of like hundreds. And the guy was like, we can't take that. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, we need a credit card. And Mitch is like, no, you don't understand. This is what a credit card represents. He's like, that's like if you hired, what did he say? He goes, that's like if you hired an Eddie Van Halen impersonator to play for you. And then the real Eddie Van Halen showed up and you said, nah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's incredible. But yeah, that special what? got, you know, me and my friends through our high school days just like you said riffing them back and forth at each other. Absolutely. Classic. Mm. That's a great pick. All right, uh Sam number 2. All right. I I I put this here in case this is your number 1 and then and then we can just jump on it. It this is. This is Bo This it is, is. Bo Burnham's I knew you were gonna, inside. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> of course of course it's my number 1. Of course yes. it is. So, so you, you, so you start because this is worth talking about. <laughs> so, so I've talked about this. I think the last three episodes. Yeah, because it's that good. <laughs> um, I honestly, the only thing I want to say about this mm-hmm. at this point, and then I'll let you take it because I've already said so much over the past three episodes, is I think this is hands down, and and I mean this, hands down the best most impressive front to back comedy special that's ever been made ever there's too many there's too many elements of this special that are executed so at such a high level so flawlessly it's it's just like it's imp- it's too impressive it's 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 a literal feat of just complete like a like a like like humans are amazing compilation. People do crazy shit. Like this special is insane front to back. It's so good. Um, so that's why it, it is my number one. It's 
It's an, it's too good. Uh, Sam, please say anything else that I haven't already said. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Here, here's a funny, uh, here's a funny, weird Sam name droppy sort of thing that goes along with, I'm in the <laughs> with special. one of these songs. <laughs> I'm, yeah, tracks five through eight. <laughs> I'm just there. Um, the, the, the song white woman's Instagram, um, yeah. <laughs> which, which is so, which is so funny. Um, he's naming the things you might find on a white woman's Instagram feed. Um, and one of them is a golden retriever and a flower crown. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm friends with the, the woman that really popularized. Oh God. Fl- flower crowns on dogs, <laughs> and especially on, on pit bull. She, she did that as a, um, uh, as a project to kind of uh, help, you know, uh, get get these pit bulls adopted from shelters, just to kind of show them in like a softer sort of light, and uh, and that was taken and copied and emulated many, many, many thousands of times over. Um, but she was the original one to do it. She was one of the speakers at our conference. Her name is Sophie Gamond. Um, you can look up her stuff online. But when I heard the song and they were naming the things and one of them was a golden retriever and a flower crown, I was like, holy shit. Like she's like <laughs> somehow penetrated pop culture enough so that like she becomes like a just a, a one liner in, in, a, in a comedy song. Um, so I thought I thought that was awesome. Um, the, fr- like you said, front to back, it's it's all brilliant. The music is next level. I could listen to it not to laugh at it just to enjoy the music um it's that good which is so weird it, there's no reason the music should be that good it should be really funny and simple or really good music and not funny right yeah but the the, fa- the fact that it's both of those things is unbelievable um the fact that there's a especially if you look on the the deluxe edition there's at least four songs about uh jeffrey bezos yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking kills me and um matt if you're able to to pull one up um i would like yeah i would like to i would like to hear it's on the deluxe edition it's track 10 off of disc three and it's just called spider um this song fuck it kills me in a way that i can't even describe <laughs> that's all it is <laughs> that's it that's 35 seconds the um the only thing for, for, go, go ahead. ahead no you go ahead i was just gonna say it's just forever for the rest of my life now whenever i see a spider, spider. it's the only thing i can think of <laughs> spider <laughs> um i'll i'll also play a clip from the um, the like the outtakes one just because it's not as popular um mm-hmm. but the beginning to the five year song is so funny because oh, yeah. I, everyone's heard a song that starts this way um, and he just like nails it um, in a way only he can. Hey baby, uh, it's me. Um, our anniversary's coming up. It's a pretty big one. And um, I wrote a song for you. So I'm just leaving you this voicemail because um, I want the song to begin with this voicemail. Like I want the voicemail to play in the beginning of it. 
So uh, if you could just download this voicemail when you get it and then text it to me. Um, you might need to like download another app to download the. I don't know if you can rip your voicemail right off your phone. <laughs> you might need to like just Google it. Don't call me and ask me because I know I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna get this and you're gonna think you just can't do it. And you're gonna call me, but then I'm just gonna Google it. So just you Google it. You're an adult. You can figure it out. Um, so just figure it out and text me the voicemail um, immediately if you wouldn't mind. Like right when you get this. Thank you. Um, I love you. Bye. <laughs> You're my best friend. And it's just like oh, <laughs> such a funny intro. <laughs> so this song has another spider joke in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, which also fucking cracks me up. He's, everyone's a feminist until there was a spider around. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, you're a total anti-sexist, a patriotic, a patriarchal fighter, but it's like a, but your whole world, your whole worldview comes crumbling as soon as there's a spider. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, that album fucking just fucking rips. It's so good. The special is so good. The like the the Netflix special. Um, mm-hmm. oh, it's I gotta I gotta watch that. I gotta find someone who hasn't seen it. So I can watch it with them, <laughs> and then stare at the side of their and head. And stare at the side it. of their head. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> laugh. Um, there's so so much pressure when you're in that situation. Oh, 100. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100. percent But that that um, is my number one for sure. Easily. I I uh I, I missed the quotes episode as well, but so many quotes from this have like actually made their way into my daily like vernacular, and and a lot of them don't necessarily are not in reference to anything they're more like a nervous tick that comes out um one one of them is from the microwave popcorn song um where at just one point he's just making popcorn noises and he piggity piggity pop (laughs) and for whatever reason (laughs) that comes out of my mouth like once a day (laughs) um so yes only reason this isn't my number one is because i wanted to i wanted to gift this to you as i know it is your true number one it Um, is but it it is a an absolute masterpiece. If you haven't seen it, you're just you're doing it you're doing it wrong. Just get out there and watch it tonight. Yeah, uh, Will you Will you said you don't like the musical stuff. Have you seen this I, at all? I don't. But this was thoroughly entertaining. Excellent. I, I wouldn't say that I was like you know belly laughing, but I was watching intently. You know, not even picking up the phone. Just yeah. kind of like you, Matt, in awe of, of the talent. Yeah, it, it's just it was. Just the idea to come up with all of that and then mm-hmm. put it together and then have that as the end result is just, it's, it's too impressive. And that was during the, he did that during the pandemic, right? That, that's the whole, this whole concept yeah. of that special is that he's stuck in his house because right. he can't leave because of COVID. Like the whole, um, the opening thing of like, uh, um, uh, the content song is like, a <laughs> I tried to book a haircut, but it got rescheduled. <laughs> It's <laughs> like the whole it's just it's it's so good so you really if you haven't seen it you gotta remember that that is the you gotta put yourself in that time frame of like the the lockdowns at the height of them because that's what the, the the concept is it's so good though yeah it really was there there's you know silver linings to the, the whole covid lockdown thing and we saw a lot of incredible art come out of that time um in in every form and i think this is just the perfect version of that for for comedy yeah yeah uh great pick sam great pick matt thank you 
Uh, should I go with my number two or should we just go to Will? Um, I'm on two. You, it's your number two right now. I know, but I just kind of gave my number one. So if I go number okay. two, I won't have sure. anything. I mm. can do my number two. All right, go for it. Um, my number two is not very namely, but it's the Brian Regan Comedy Central Presents. Like the old one? Yeah. It was basically his first big one. Is this the um, college roommate with the pie joke? Yeah, you want to split a pie? Oh, so And good. so I didn't know that that meant pizza, so we got half pepperoni and half pumpkin. <laughs> God, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he, he apes uh, eating pumpkin pie like it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Regan, you know, Sam alluded earlier, these guys that don't work blue. To me, he's the king of, of clean comedy. I love Brian Regan. He's kind of a better version of Jim Gaffigan, if you ask me. Ooh, shots fired. Much better mannerism. Still does that inner monologue voice, that, you know, I'm an idiot kind of tone. Mm -hmm. uh, his facial expressions and his just physical energy are, are awesome. Uh, that, this special I've quoted my entire life. You know, you, we talked a lot about on the, on the quotes episode of things living rent free. There's so many things. Uh, like anytime it's bright out, I'm like, oh, the big yellow one is the sun. The, the big yellow one. <laughs> and then one of the other phrases I, I run through my head all the time is it, he's talking about the, when you're kids and there's the one cool kid who doesn't really want to participate in the spelling bee. So he just goes up there and, and fudges it. And they're like, okay, spell cat. And he goes, K-A-T, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then it goes to his friend. He's like, Psh, I know there's two T's. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not super familiar with him. Did did he go on to like to do acting or has he just been in stand up? He he does some acting. He's on a show called Louder Milk, uh more most recently. Uh, kind of a off the beaten path. I think it's more of a European show, but it's doesn't have all those accents. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely worth checking out. But he's he's just been a um, a headlining comedian for 20 plus years and his ticket prices are up there with the likes of, you know, Chappelle. Wow. So certainly successful. That is true. That's going to be a cool way to make a living really. Like you just travel around and you don't have to do any like setup. You just walk in and you have a microphone and you just talk. I mean, obviously you have to be incredible at it, but like, you know, the, you don't have to do like, four hours worth of sound check or like set up your drums and like have a, you know, a drum tech with you or, or bring like many dozens of people and just be like, no, just yep. need a microphone. And I'm going to do that for 20 years. Then yeah, you've always got a job. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he you're does, really, really good at it. He, he has a bit about the, uh, going to the optometrist for your annual eye exams that always stuck with me because as a glasses wearer my whole life, just, uh, and he's like, they start flicking the things around. They're like, is this, this one or this one? This one. And I just, I don't know. I can't tell. He's sitting there for like an hour. <laughs> That's definitely true. Just that super relatable stuff. Like you said, clean, high energy, and a legend. A legend. Nice. Uh, all right. So Sam, number right. one. My number one. Do we do house cleaning or we just fucking go for it? Sure, join the Discord. Go to look for the Make Fun Network Discord. Go to top 5 .com. Uh Join it there. I got to re-up it. Usually should do that after every episode. Um, remind me to do that after this episode. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. All right. 
my number one is Flight of the Concords live in London. Wow. Wow. Um, either of you guys Flight of the Concords fans? Um, a little. Yeah, a little. I, I would probably like it more if I watched the show. And maybe I should watch the show. Um, oh, you should 100% watch the show. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I like everything um, I've seen. They're, they're so funny. So this came out in uh, 2019. <laughs> Uh, I was so bummed because they, you know, their their show is from many years before that, at least ten years before that. Um, I forget exactly what year the, the show the show aired, but um, they finally got together for like a reunion tour, and they were going to come. At the time, I was living in Rhode Island, and they were coming to Newport to play the Newport Folk Festival. And it just so happened that I was out, like, going to be out of town, like for for that week, and I was so bummed. Um, because I would, I would absolutely love to see them live, and I don't know if they'll ever tour again. So this is the, this is the like recording of that tour. Um, but they recorded what I think the O2 in London, and um, it it was great because they had so many songs that they could easily have just gone out and like played a bunch of their songs, and that would have been great. Um, but they decided to write like an entire new album's worth of material like just for this tour. Um, and in addition to that, play you know. Um, uh, play some of their old classic hits and uh, and do some like kind of stand up bits in between. Um, it's great because it's just the two of them on stage. Um, Brett McKenzie, who uh, after Flight of the Concords went on to win a Academy Award for the Muppet movie soundtrack. Oh, really? Uh, yep, which is awesome. Um, so you know, Life's a Happy Song, I think, is the one that he won for. Um. And uh, and then you know Jermaine Clement, who went on to to be in a million movies uh, s- since then, and then um, uh, what's the vampire show that that came out or uh, it was a movie first? What we do in the shadows. Um, so in that he was in Moana as the giant crab. Um, he's, he's, so he's been he's been in a million things. So they they've gone on to do huge things since then, but they finally got back together to do this tour, and. Um, they also do it with the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, which is just one guy. <laughs> which, <laughs> what? <laughs> which, which they, which they have a lot of jokes about, about you know, one man because band. yes, because they're they're from New Zealand, and so they have a lot of like New Zealand specific jokes, a lot about like the the, the their population and you know, um, and that sort of thing. There's a lot of dry humor in it, um, but then then they they have these new songs that are just like so incredible and complex they just went like way overboard you know like making it making it the best that it can be there's one called um the what is it called the ballad of um stana um and it's 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 about a man named stana who meets uh basically satan um and it turns out stana is a Satanogram for Satan, and then eventually they they wind up like battling each other, but then falling in love and raising like leopards together or something. Like it's, <laughs> but it's like it, the song's like ten minutes long and it has all these really complex like movements to it. And hearing them do it live is is incredible. But my my favorite thing, and I will read an excerpt from this, is uh they they make a couple references to like the the crazy shenanigans that they get into while they're on the road. Um, and like there, there's like stuff as innocent as like they, they had a, they had like two muffins in one day 
and like that was pretty wild <laughs> but but then but then like they in the same breath they like they mentioned like putting a fish in a groupie's asshole <laughs> and so and so the final song that they that they close the show out with um oh, what is it actually called it's called back on the road and it's about how they like you know that's it's time to go we got to get back on the road and so they start like slowly introducing different ways to say that they put a fish in someone's butthole but the amount of different ways that they that they say it is incredible and some so here here it is um this is out of context but i put them all next to each other so they say another venue another backstage pass another groupie with a goldfish in her ass uh, <laughs> and then we did another show put a fish in your asshole and then we go 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 uh you look this is the best one and it's so funny you left a hole in our soul we left a soul in your hole but soul <laughs> s-o-l-e which is the fact that 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 works is so incredible uh we gave you a backstage pass then put a bass in your ass <laughs> we put a mackerel in your crackerel but we got to get back roll on the road uh there's a there's a place in your case there's a starfish in your starfish um, and then the best one w- it, at, at the end, because it, it's a forced rhyme and he has to repeat it just so you can laugh at it, is we put a fish in your tush. And he just goes, <laughs> fish in your tush. <laughs> and so the whole time they're also like, it's kind of like a like a slow kind of groovy folk song and they're doing a lot of like scatting on top of it. It's so good. Um, so I can't recommend it enough. It is Flight of the Concord. It's live in London. Um it's 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 pretty long too it's like 90 minutes long and oh it's, wow it's all it's all songs so if you're into comedy and you're into music and you're into musical comedy uh this is right up there for me my number one flight of the concords excellent yeah i feel like i would like them a lot more i really should give them a shot 100 yeah, percent. i don't necessarily not like them some of the stuff i've seen is good but it just never stuck mm-hmm. say give it a go give it a go the, the show still holds up um Kristen Schaal is is in it as well, um, who, who went on to voice what Louise in uh, Bob's Burgers probably most famously, but she's there. She's their one groupie who is like constantly trying to like sexually assault them. Um, Jim Gaffigan is is in one of the episodes, and he has he has a song. Uh, the show is great. The um the stand up is uh is is great as well. So if you haven't gotten to check it out, please do report back to me on the Discord good recommendation well smell you later (laughs) how dare you (laughs) uh all right my number two because i already went over my number one uh my number two is probably um someone who is just so purely talented in the realm of comedy um this is an old one it's an old 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 one Uh, my number two is eddie murphy delirious Yep. Reasonable pick. Oh my god. Um, This was... I I had this on cassette when I was younger. Nice. And it's so good. It's it's very much of its time. Um, I think he's like come out and apologized for some of the things he said on these specials, but like don't do that. (laughs) Don't don't apologize for that. You can't... Listen, here's a lesson for everyone. You can't apologize to a mob. There's not... They don't... It's pointless. Um, just, just move on. Just continue on. <laughs> if people bring it up, just be like, why are you bringing this up? It happened 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but man, it's it's good. He's such a he's such a goddamn entertainer. It's unbelievable. Like just through and through, he's he's a comedic force all the time. Um, and his stand up, he how old was he when he did Delirious? He's like fucking young AF. Yeah, really young. Let's see, Eddie, 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 Eddie Murphy, Delirious. I'm gonna age. guess he was twenty seven. Okay. Eddie Murphy Delirious. Um, well, it's not telling me how old he is, but it told me, it told me when it came out. Uh, okay. Now I need to know Eddie Murphy's birthday so I can do the math. Put it on okay. your calendar. Put it on your calendar, everybody. Okay, so now to do the math. 62. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Carry the one. <laughs> Do this. This base six. He was twenty-two. Wow. He's twenty-two and he's doing sold out delirious. That's wild. I I remember being twenty-two. I don't think I would trust a trust a twenty-two year old to mow my lawn. I <laughs> know. <laughs> but you gotta see this video. You can watch it on YouTube. Um it's a sold out crowd. He's like selling out arenas. Twenty two stand up, and he's got and he's like front to back. He's he's just so naturally funny. It's just it's like unbelievable. He was, I believe, he was a writer, um, on SNL for like half a season, and they were like, he's too funny. He needs yeah. to be on. He needs to be in the skit on the sketches, mm-hmm. and they did. They moved him on. He's just he was just that good. He would just he would just be so naturally funny backstage that he just. They just moved him into front of the camera, and that was it. That was the end of it. The rest is history. Yeah, but that's was that incredible. the famous red leather suit? No, this is the blue leather. That's oh. raw. Okay. Mm. Yeah that that one's raw. Raw baby. Yeah, both iconic. So when when do you think the last time he did stand up was? Like two years ago. Really he did a special. It was really good. Wow. I'd I'd be curious to see that. Oh, maybe it is a like red he, suit. No, I think you. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Raw is famously the red one. Well, no, I'm looking at it. It's got the red suit in this one. Maybe it cost some yeah, changes. I think Delirious is red suit. I, I have it literally backwards. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to see here. Uh, oh, it's Michael Jackson. He does. I mean, he's just like I said. He's such a natural talent. He does like this awesome Michael Jackson impression. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Michael Jackson, who can sing, and is a good-looking guy. But ain't the most masculine fellow in the world. See, but that's, that's Michael's hooks, his sensitivity. That's what women be saying, Michael's just so sensitive. And they eat that shit up. Mike know, too, he be using women in concert. I see Mike walk up to girls and stay being the audience. He say, is it all right if I come down there and sing to you? <laughs> and the women go, ah! Then if you if you don't scream, Micah get real sensitive and cry on your ass. If you hear that record, she's out of my life, Micah go, so I've learned that love's not possession. And I've learned love won't win. I've that love needs expression, but I
Tito, get me some tissue. <laughs> Jermaine, stop teasing. <laughs> so funny. He's just such a fucking talent. It's unbelievable. And I can't believe he just disappeared at some point. Yeah. Just gone. Went and had a bunch of children. Yeah. And now he's kind of came back and then he did that one SNL thing where he was hilarious and swore on TV and then that was it. And then at some point he put out party all the time and put a boogie in your butt. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No. Party all the time. The the butt song is so fucking outrageous. I tell people about that song and they go, no, no that's not true. I go, no, no, it is. <laughs> and it was a hit. <laughs> yep. It was like that in Disco Duck. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sums up that time period. Oh. The real song. Yeah. I don't like care. A Quincy Jones or Oh my anything. god, yeah. <laughs> this is, oh. Not supposed to be funny, by the way. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Hey, I ain't putting no boogie in nobody, but that's nasty, man. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but, you got your mind or something? Go to jail for doing something like that. Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down, open your eyes, and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt, put a, a bubble bee in your butt, put a clock in your butt, put a big rock in your butt. I say, put some fleas in your butt. I say, stop to sneeze in your butt. I say, put a tin can in your butt, I put a little tiny man in your butt. I say, put a light in your butt. The song is four and a half minutes long. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible is right. But again, pure talent. That's all he is. Mm-hmm. But that's why number two, um, Will. He's <laughs> your number one. <laughs> if it's not Boogie in Your Butt, Eddie Murphy, I don't even care who it is. No. Way to bring in some side info to, to pump up your, your pick, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my fault. It is so good. <laughs> that's such a good song. Um, my number one. Uh, this is you know icon he's already been spoken about he's uh dave Chappelle killing him softly yeah i mean you know when you talk about the greatest of all time i think i would have put delirious or raw up there and this uh killing him softly just for me lands at the top spot it was the special of my generation uh so much came out of that it led to the Chappelle show uh, like really skyrocketed his popularity uh, from that to half baked, uh, and it's been history ever since. Uh, but I'm sure you guys are both familiar with this one. Oh yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was back in the day when Comedy Central and HBO were really just throwing out haymaker specials, like back and forth. Uh, really good time for stand up. Uh, this this special in particular. Like I said, just cemented him to me one of the best of all time, and he hasn't relented since. Uh, I like it was just kind of flipping through it a little bit earlier, and he has the one bit about, you know, I got scared one night driving through the hood when I see this baby walking down the street at three in the morning by himself. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, and I pulled up, and I didn't open my window all the way. But he just, <laughs> hey, baby, go home. It's three in the morning. 
like, I'm selling weed. I'm selling weed, man. He goes, so I bought some weed from the baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's such a that's such a good. I think that, that's the same one when he's like, um, he's talking about uh, he's smoking weed with his wife friend and they're lost and they see a cop, so he's like, I'm just gonna ask him for directions. Yeah. It's like, excuse me, officer, I'm a little high <laughs> and I need to know where Fifth Street is. <laughs> so good, Dave. Uh, I'm gonna race him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, sometimes you gotta race. You know, that's all I can say. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> no, we always know we can't do. That. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he's he's just he's the best. I think he's the best stand up, like pure stand up, ever. Yeah, because like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie he didn't Murphy, sell out really. No, he never sold out. In like fact, Eddie, he did the opposite of that. Yeah, he ran away from mm-hmm. his deal. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy is just like talent in in so many ways, right? Uh, Bo yeah. Burnham's like cornered like uh, like the theatrical comedic aspect of it, but like just just standing there telling jokes. I think Dave. I don't think anyone does it better than Dave Chappelle or ever will. Um, yeah. that'd be my number one ticket if somebody said I got Dave Chappelle on a stage somewhere. Oh know? yeah. That's all you need. Him and a mic is the best show going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody have any? I'm not trying to cut this short. Um, does anybody have any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, because because there's someone that hasn't been on the list, and I'm surprised. Um, I'm going to honestly say Dane Cook. Oh no, 100 percent Dane Cook. His first special was fucking phenomenal, mm. and then he got kind of limp biscuited, and everybody turned on him because he was too big. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went crazy, <laughs> and now he has a he plastic went a face. Hard time. Yeah, and his brother <laughs> fucked him over. Yeah. Um, uh, no, that, but that wasn't the one I was thinking about. Uh, Louis C.K. Mm, he was up there on the person I was thinking about, but I was like, well, if no one picked him, I would understand why. Mm-hmm. No, I mean his his special, the I, suck a bag of dicks. He's it, so funny. Do I, do I suck the whole bag or each individual dick? <laughs> Fucking that joke absolutely crushes me. <laughs> I think the biggest name not mentioned, you know, on the list was Cosby. Um, well, wasn't on my list either. I don't know if I'm familiar with his stand-up at all. I know his early he's, stuff was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that. I know he's like a, a legend. I mean, he had a whole his career was huge when it was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, no one, um, no one mentioned Bill Burr. You know, I love Bill Burr. He's one of my favorites going. Um, but no one special really jumped out at me. His live from Red Rock was really great. Yeah. He he's the one that's in the Mandalorian, right? Yes. Yes. And what what a way to take you out of that show. <laughs> By having someone with a heavy Boston <laughs> accent just all of a sudden in there. It's like, dude, fucking Mandalorian guy. You wanna go down to fucking donkeys? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, that's that was great, great list. I I do love Louis C.K. too. He's he's very funny. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip of his. I really liked. He was like, um, he's like, everyone gets older, and when you get older, your parents get older. And he's like, and here's the thing: no one ever tells you is that one day your parents are gonna die. And he's like, not at the same time. One of them's gonna die, and then the other one's gonna live forever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and it's not gonna be the one you want. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> brutal um yeah let's see here i'm gonna find the fun butt list so if you want to have your list oh actually no before we go that will sent me something 
Oh, yeah. Will sent me, so it's going been back. It's been stewing for a while. It's been stewing for a while. But uh, on the cameos episode, we said we would get a cameo. Will did, which I still need to send him money for, which I just remembered uh, now. Uh, same. <laughs> Please let me know how to do that. <laughs> um, so he sent a, we got a cameo from my, which if my, if I, if luck was on my side would be my first wife, uh, Dominique Mosciano. I have not seen this. I haven't seen it at all. And I thought Charles won that episode. Correct. Why does this title Dominique <laughs> Mosciano for Matthew? We just decided this would be the best okay. cameo to go for. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have no idea what this is. I haven't seen it. This picture, she's looking very seductively at me. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. I'm just going to play it. This is a cameo. This is a real cameo from Dominique Mosciano. I guess to me. Uh, but here we go. Oh, I gotta play it. Doesn't doesn't autoplay? What kind of shit is this? All right, here we go. Hi, Matt. This is Olympic gold medalist Dominique Mochianu, <laughs> and I hear you stole a necklace to give to me in 1996. Oh my goodness! I'm sure your mom is missing that necklace now. But um, I thank you for being so kind and considerate. But I'm sorry that you had to steal that from your mom. <laughs> Anyhow, one of your friends wanted me to give you a shout out, and so I hope you have an amazing day. And hey, no more sticky fingers. That's that's a dog I, whistle. That last part was a dog whistle because she no more <laughs> sticky fingers. That's a lie. She that's talking about her own gruel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All up on your digits. Oh my god! <laughs> I just took a nice cameo and ruined it for everybody. Um. That's very funny. <laughs> what, what a beautiful way to put closure to that story. I know. Now she knows that I did that. And now I know uh, two things. One, she didn't get it. And two, you can't trust the United States Postal Service. They fucking stole that bracelet. Yeah. Hands down. She would have fallen in love with me if she got that bracelet initially. I would have shit myself if she was wearing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, I remember when I got this and I kept it ever since. And here it is. I know it would have been like... uh Officers, I'd like to report stolen property <laughs> in the possession can, of. Can can we order another cameo from her? You know, explaining that you got the first one and now have gone into total berserker mode, trying to steal everything that you can to send to her, <laughs> 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 including like a photo of you wearing like twelve necklaces. And <clears throat> oh my god, we should. I don't know what I would love to get into a bit where we constantly order cameos from the same person. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of targets for that. Just just like we order one every episode and be like, here's another one for the top five of death. Uh, I don't know what celebrity I am, but here I am saying the things. I'm just going to read off this, uh, uh, the lyrics to In Your Butt by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Like, I've been paid to do this, so I guess legally I have to every week. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, very good. Um, fun butt lists. If you want to have your list read on the show, go to the Discord and get your list read, bitch. Uh, let's see here. Discord, Discord, Discord. Hey there, Discord. Yeah, you get a bunch of them in this week. Oh, great. I love that. My favorite part is like when we have a bunch of them. Uh, the other penguin, he writes, um, tough list. Too many great choices. Here we go. Eddie Izzard, HBO, Dressed to Kill. I know that he is huge. 
I don't know fuck all about Eddie Izzard, other than he's not Eddie anymore. He's like Susie. Susie. Yeah, Susie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Louis C.K. Hilarious. Number three, Patton Oswalt, Finest Hour. Oh, Pat, that's good. Pat, no, Patton Oswalt can no. go fuck himself straight in the ass. <laughs> he sucks. Um, number two, George Carlin, It's Bad For You. That's another one yeah. where I don't know any. I'm, I'm familiar with him enough, but I've never seen a stand-up, and everyone raves about it. He's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Mitch Hedberg, Mitch All Together. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, Gray. Who's Gray? Gray New? Um, anyway, number five, Bo Burnham, Inside, of course. Bill Burr, Let It Go. Number three, George Carlin, You're All Diseased. Uh, number two, Dave Chappelle, Killing Them Softly. And number one, Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Those are great picks. Nice. Uh, Dave Howard, number five, Brian Regan, The Epitome of, hy- of Hyperbole. Great. Number four, Robin Williams, Live on Broadway. <coughs> Number three, Dimitri Martin. These are jokes. I do like Dimitri Martin. That was a good, yeah. good set. Uh, number two, fuck you, Dave Howard. Uh, Dave Chappelle, Killing Up Softly. And number one, Mitch Hedberg, Do You Believe in Gosh? Wow, that's an interesting pick for that. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Sepultura. Number five, Jim Gaffigan, Mr. Universe. Number four, Baron Vaughn, Raised by Cable. Not familiar. Number three, interesting, George Lopez, Team Leader. Number two, Gabriel Iglesias, Hot and Fluffy. And number one, Franco Escamilla, uh, bien, bien viendo al mundo. That's my Spicy. favorite. That's my favorite special of all time. <laughs> uh, K Funk the Star, number five, Paula Poundstone, Cats, Cops, and stuff. She was canceled wow. in the early 2000s for driving drunk with kids in the car, but the special was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good what, anecdote. And what a great suit she wore. That's true. Uh-huh. Eddie, Eddie Izzard, glorious. I guess he. Slash she slash it goes by Susie now. I guess so. Number three, Gallagher in Uncensored Evening. Uh, he has so many good ones, but this was the first ever comedy special to air on cable TV. The good special. That is true. Number two, Brian Regan standing up, 100% clean comedian, which is super hard to do. And he is my personal favorite. Him, his I'm an idiot voice and face alone make me laugh. Number one, Bill Cosby himself. I know, I know. But I watched this probably a hundred times as a kid, and it's still my favorite. <coughs> Hard to deny Cosby. Yeah, Charles Ard, who's not here, piece of shit. Number five, Brett Morin. I'm Brett Morin. This is a greatly underrated special. He's not well known, but it's totally worth checking out. Probably like his fucking college roommate or some shit. Uh, number four, <laughs> Kevin James, Sweat the Small Stuff. That's, one of my favorites. I love that special. I'll have to check that one out. I. So- He's not known for his stand-up, obviously, but this one, he just hits it out of the park, and his his body language and his mannerisms just, yeah, chef's kiss. Um, his, um, his, uh, like, I don't know, TikToks or whatever, where he edits himself in as a sound guy into, into other movies is oh, yeah. so fucking funny. He didn't do that very long, but they were funny as hell. Yeah, they were. Uh, number three, Bill Burr, I'm sorry you feel that way. Number two, Kyle Kinane, Whiskey Icarus. Mm, pretty good. Uh, and number one, Patton Oswalt, My Weakness is Strong. Charles, what a fucking shit number one. I can tell you Why that right now. Why does Patton Oswalt have such a following? I don't know, but he's a I fucking, he's a, he's, he's a garbo. okay at best. He's okay at best, and he sucks personally. Um, I like him. Fuck you, you piece of garbage. Uh, <laughs> he's insufferable. Oh, <laughs> he sucks. He's such a fucking, he's such a, yeah, he's such a goddamn part of the club fucking, uh, no, no spine on him at all. Uh, Josue, number five, um, tragedy plus comedy equals time. Patton Oswalt, fuck you. <laughs> the title's dumb, too. 
Um, his title should have been like, uh, I'll never go against um, common narrative. I'm a pussy. My name's Patton Oswalt. My whole thing is because he fucking, when he, uh, he apologized for taking a picture with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that was pretty fucking what a, what lame. A, what a weak fucking thing to do. Someone that you, in the picture, claimed to be your friend, and then as soon as somebody, as soon as like enough, like a handful of people were like, he was like, I'm sorry, and fucking bow down. It's it's such like a, 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 a shitty human trait. It just shows how much of a fucking go, like, go with the wind, no fucking substance person that he is. I fucking hate that so much. And I, I'm really offended. I, I used to like him, and then when he did that, I was so fucking turned off i have like a vitriol hate of this guy now um uh, anyway back to josue number four tall dark in chicano george lopez number lopez three is good this is good great pick josue uh number three the tennessee kid nate bargatze he yeah he's good um number two god voy voyeurista adotivo uh franco escamilla <laughs> apparently he must be a very popular spanish-speaking comedian Muy guapo. Muy guapo. <laughs> it's a muy guapo. Uh, number one, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry, Gabriel Iglesias. I think you meant grande. Um, <laughs> okay. Number five, uh, no, Mike D. Number five, David Tell. Hey, your mouth's not pregnant. Can't believe I forgot about one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, he's good. Brian Regan, number four, standing up. Number three, Mike Berbiglia. Thank God for jokes. That's another big one that hasn't been mentioned I like, yet. I like Mike uh number two bo burnham inside of course and number one eddie murphy raw of course uh brian davis number five robin williams an evening at the met number four george carlin it's bad for you number three eddie murphy delirious number two joe coy coming in hot not mm. familiar uh number one dave Chappelle killing him softly uh C- cj double day number five chris rock bring the pain number four brian regan live number three dave Chappelle sticks and stones there you go number two mike Birbiglia, my girlfriend's boyfriend uh, number one, Mitch Hedberg, Mitch, all together. Sweet, solid, great, great stuff. List. All mm. right, any uh, any final words, boyos? Oh, good to be back. I'm uh, excited to get back into the swing of things. We're just a couple of weeks away from the first uh, episode of the 2023 Spook Fest. That's true. That's true. Oh, Getting yeah. all geared up. Hell yeah! Um, all right, cool. Well, that's our episode for this week. And as always, smell you later. <laughs>